So there's certain things that are just red meat to the fans, if you will, or red meat for our fans in the fast lane. For ours, it's whenever I get on the subject of things like the death boxes at the convenience store. You know what I'm talking about, the little video poker machines, which are literally programmed to take your money. You know, it's it's, it's as comical as it gets, that type of thing. Uh, Trey's rolling his eyes. And then there's also things that get me uh, fired up and are red meat for our fans, including, yes, a subject that we have to discuss with our next guest. It is Drew Painter, tight end, former tight end, that is, for the JMU Dukes, now football analyst for their radio network. And, yes, this team is 6-0. Yes, they would theoretically be in the squarely in the hunt and in the leaderboard for the Sun Belt Conference Championship, but oh no, the NCAA, other ideas with their particular rules. Drew, first of all, thank you for joining us today in the Fast Lane. We welcome you into the show. Uh, since it's our first time, we have to ask the proverbial red meat to the wolves question. That is, how often do you get asked about the fact that JMU, despite having a great year last year and being off to a hot start this year, having to explain to people that may not be as big of fans as uh, obviously we are in the fast lane or as you are uh, as a broadcaster for JMU college football fans, that this team, despite being as good as they are, no postseason hope for this year? I mean, yeah, that's, uh, that's a big one. But, uh, you know, just want to start. Thanks for having me. But, uh, yeah, it's a big one. It's definitely a... Uh, hurts a lot of guys on the team and uh you know that's not what you want to have but every week we go out and uh we just do what we do and can do what we can do and try our best to make sure that that decision looks stupid on some other people's parts and uh you know we do what we can we fight we win every game and uh you know, then it's really out of our hands. So we just want to go out there and win and just focus on the task at hand. There are two parts that relate to actual gameplay about this you know, absurd situation with JMU and the NCAA and they're not being able to play in postseason play despite obviously having the ability and the merits to do it. When this program made the jump up just a year and change ago from one FCS to one FBS football, clearly it was proven that they were ready. As somebody who's been inside the program, former tight end for the Dukes, now you're still around as a football analyst as Drew Painter is with us in the fast lane. Drew, what are the things that you identify that have allowed this program to make that jump pretty much as seamlessly as anybody could realistically expect? I think it's just uh, the culture we've built with all the players and that, uh, you know, everyone in there is family and we all push each other to be the best every day and, uh, you know, just keep holding everybody to that standard. And uh, that's, that's definitely one thing. And then just, you know, everyone in the locker room wanting to be the best they can be and just, you know, proving everyone wrong. And, you know, we, we realize that we have the chance to make history uh, every time we step on the field. And that's uh, one thing that just, you know, everyone holds himself to that. And we go out there and try to make it happen. The other angle to that, and it's prevalent, including with the victory against Georgia Southern this past Thursday, other big wins in the past, and it even seems like it would relay to the game at Marshall this Thursday evening, and that is that because there's no postseason for this JMU Dukes football program, Drew, correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems like at least observing from the outside, that creates an added level of, I don't know if urgency is the right word, but desire to seize the moment and make sure that the entire regular season is treated as a goal. Yeah, could repeat that one second? Yeah, for sure. The The fact that JMU cannot go to postseason play, is it reasonable to say that that's a big factor in how this program and these players and coaches have treated pretty much every game last year and this year as a reward because there isn't that other reward at the end of the season? Yeah, definitely. That uh, that just adds importance to every game and uh, you know makes it that much more valuable because 
you know, you only get limited chances and uh, you only get limited opportunities. We went out there and proved that we're the best team every week. And, uh, you know, just because we're not getting playoff play and all that type of stuff and uh, postseason, postseason play, just that's less opportunities and we got to make the most of every other one we get. Drew Painter with us here in the fast lane, former JMU Dukes tight end, now a broadcast analyst for the JMU Dukes radio network. Drew, uh, the games this self, I mean, this team is 6-0 and right now, uh, and one of the things that jumped out from their victory against Georgia Southern is not just that they started fast, but the ability to stay on the accelerator over the course of the season. How much is that a learned trait that a team and players themselves have to learn how to keep that competitive stamina going for four quarters? Yeah, that's definitely something that you know you got to pick up as a as you go throughout the season, throughout the games. But uh, you know, as you pick up that and you start like feeling the identity of your team, and you know, that's just something that you know you work into the guys through camp and all that. Just dudes who want to win, and uh, once you build that culture of a of a winning program, it's it's something that when kids step on campus, they learn it quick, and uh, you just keep it going. Is it harder to build that culture in the era of the transfer portal and name, image, and likeness, or is that something that it is still easily attainable if you've got the right guys, even players that come into the program as new players but have college experience. There's definitely some uh, some difficulty in doing that, and uh, you know, dudes in the transfer portal. There's a there's a lot of guys out there that come from uh, and they're just leaving from different programs that weren't necessarily winning programs. But uh, when they get here, it's pretty pretty quick and easy because we got a good group of leaders, a bunch of older guys who know what it takes, and. Uh, you know, a staff that knows how to how to build that culture. So once they get here and uh, get on campus with us, it's a pretty quick transition to a to that winning culture. How much is it on the players in the recruitment process to be able to identify and bond with players and really be able to tap in what to what their motive is and how they can fit a culture like JMU's? It's just, I mean, that's a mindset and that's something that you gotta, you know, commit to as a person. And uh, you know, every day, like it's tough to to be part of a winning program and do winning habits and, you know, treat yourself like a pro and, you know, attack every day. But, uh, like, as a player, you got to come in and commit to that. So, so there's definitely some sacrifices you got to make. But once you commit to it and you see the, the greater goal at the end, uh, it's definitely worth it. Is it more important to have that level of buy-in? And, by the way, Drew Painter, former JMU Dukes tight end, now broadcast analyst on their uh, radio broadcast, is with us here in the fast lane across the Virginia Talk Radio Network. But at the quarterback position, including someone like Jordan McLeod, who's got the bloodlines, his brother is Ray Ray McLeod from Clemson and uh, clearly has got the athletic ability. But is it even more important at that position when you bring someone in that's new like Jordan McLeod because of his ability to set the tempo with the locker room? And I would imagine players can see whether or not he's bought in or not through his habits. Yeah, definitely. That position, I mean, at any program, that's an important position. And, you know, you see – how that person acts, and uh, they're really a leader for this team and a role model, whether uh, whether they're a good person for it or not. And Jordan's really done a good job, you know, stepping into that role and uh, leading the team and becoming a you know a better leader throughout the season, and just realizing that you know everyone looks up to him and he he sets the example. Drew Painter with us here in the fast lane, former JMU Dukes tight end, now a broadcast analyst, and taking some time for us today. Drew, uh, when you look at this season, we're at the halfway point, six games down, 6-0 and for JMU, and then six more, including the Thursday night game this Thursday at Marshall. Um, the sequence of events, winning at Virginia was impressive. Was that the moment where you realized that this team had the ability to get to 6-0, and or is it how they responded reeling off three straight road victories included in that Virginia game? Yeah, definitely. And those were all uh, all tough-fought games, and 
that those are really games where you just established your identity and you just showed that you were going to be uh, be resilient and do whatever you could to win. So those were definitely games that uh, our guys looked at the tape and there were things you could fix. And once you went over it, you're like, you're like, all right, we just played a pretty good, uh, tough football team. We played some tough, tough games, but uh, we came out on top and uh, played some good football. But there's definitely things to improve on. So you know, looking back on those games, they're definitely building blocks, and you definitely learned a lot from them. But uh, those are definitely good ones to get under our belt and a good way to start the season. Included in that, Drew, is the victory against Georgia Southern this past Saturday. And after the game, Kurt Zinetti mentioning that you know he wanted his team and that he wanted himself and the staff to take that day to enjoy the victory and then come back as focused as they need to be on Sunday because it's a short week. You've been in that spot on the tighter turnaround how do you approach that in terms of being able to have a tight turnaround, especially when you've got a Thursday game? And, oh, by the way, it's on the road at a place like Marshall. Yeah, that's exactly it. It's a, it's a tight turnaround, and you got to just, you know, you take that day, you celebrate. It was a good win, and uh, but you get on to the next one uh, right away. So, you know, you come back in the next day to the facility, and you just keep uh, keep working away. You watch the film, see what you need to improve, and then just wipe it out of your memory and go to the next one. So, uh you just you just come in every day with a new mindset, and even on a like a game where it goes Saturday to Saturday, you come in that next uh, Monday and you're just ready to work and get ready for the next game. So, you know it's it's a little shorter week, but you treat you no know, like uh, unlike any other, or you treat just like any other game and just move on to the next one and uh, get ready to attack. Drew, when you look at this trip to Marshall, before looking at the team themselves how would you even classify this in terms of an intimidating atmosphere for a program like JMU, which has been on the road to certain ones, but West Virginia, any part of West Virginia on a Thursday night, <laughs> seems like it can get a little bit dicey. Yeah, yeah, it'll definitely be a tough game. It's a tough atmosphere. And, uh, you know, looking back to last year, they gave us all we could handle. So it's going to be a one we're definitely, we've definitely had it circled on the calendar. And, uh, you know, Thursday night, primetime football, it's going to be going to be a good one. When you mentioned last year and what happened when JMU and Marshall squared off and the herd coming to Harrisonburg and getting the 26-12 to victory, how much does that stick in the minds of players, including players that played last year and know what it's like to play a team like Marshall? Oh, yeah, it's definitely something that uh, is at the forefront of a lot of guys who played last year's mind. But uh, then again, like you watch the tape and like we got a new team, they got a, they got a new team. It's, it's going to be a different game, but uh, – Everyone still still feels that and uh, knows what happened last year and wants to go in there and right the ship. Is it easier said than done to analyze a team like Marshall? Where last year it was Kalen LeBourne, the former Virginia product, who went to Marshall from Florida State. He popped off for 30 carries and 151 yards. And then this year, you've got Rashina Lee, who's been a dynamite running back for the herd. Is it easier said than done to say that Marshall wants to run the ball with dynamic running backs, but stopping those backs is probably a lot easier said than done, as we mentioned? Yeah, I mean, they definitely want to run the ball, and they're going to offer some challenges in the in the run game. And, uh, you know, we've played a lot of teams who want to do that, and we're going to go out there and uh, just play our game and try to stop the run. So it's, uh, you know, they're, they're a good team. They've, they've shown it. They've played some, played some tough games, and, uh, you know, the defense is going to come, come and attack, and they definitely want to run the ball. And, you know, it's going, to, it's going to be a good one, good battle in the trenches. Do you like that as a former pseudo-offensive lineman at tight end, battles in the trenches? Oh yeah, I was always more of the you know let's let's have physical game type. I wasn't a wasn't a fan of those uh, run around uh, dink and dunk type games. I, I like going lining up and just head banging for a little bit. Dink and dunk that doesn't sound like a compliment, Drew. 
<laughs> no, no. It's uh it's a fun time of year though. Seven o'clock this Thursday evening, JMU at Marshall and what is a very anticipated game, Drew. Um keys to the game. Obviously you give them out during your broadcast. Let us in, if you wouldn't mind, on a couple that you've identified early on in your prep as we're still, as we speak right now, a little over 24 hours away from kickoff between the Dukes and the Herd. I think it's just, uh, you know, coming out, playing physical, and then uh, that's uh, one in almost every game, just playing physical and setting the tone uh, on offense and defense, and especially at the line of scrimmage. And then uh, another one is just, you know, limiting explosive plays. That's been a big one and. uh something that we've been uh, working on and getting better at each week and just limiting those explosive plays and getting better each week. Drew Painter with us here in the fast lane. Last one for you, Drew, and we appreciate the time. Uh, it's always fun for folks like us in the media and, of course, with our fast lane show being across the Virginia Talk Radio Network to look at where a team like JMU could stand in the Commonwealth of Virginia as far as schools right now. Liberty's made their case. They got a victory on uh, Tuesday night. JMU will try to make theirs on Thursday evening. Uh, the team, I'm sure, they probably don't spend too much time worrying about that. Now that you've stepped away, do you get into that a little bit more? Uh, not really. I mean, I just, you know, focus on every day and, you know, I'm here with the guys every day and kind of just still in the same type of mindset. So it's not really as much about like the national exposure and whatnot. Just, you know, every day we attack it and go to work and all that type of stuff. Drew Painter with us here in the fast lane. It's JMU at Marshall this coming Thursday evening. Former tight end for the JMU Dukes, Drew Painter with us here in the fast lane. Drew, a a pleasure to speak with you, if I can get my words untied and speak them out to you. Thank you for joining us today in the fast lane, and uh, we look forward to chatting again soon, if that's okay with you. Yeah, sounds good. Thanks for having me. It was a good talk. Indeed, Drew Painter with us here in the fast lane, JMU and Marshall. And for those wondering, we will have our votes of confidence on that tomorrow in the fast lane because we don't have enough time for it today. But keep up with us, Trey Lyle VT, Ty Tracy 90, and Fast Lane Ed Lane. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram are ways to keep up with us. Of course, if you miss anything, Fast Lane Ed Lane, wherever you listen to podcasts, we're back. Thursday afternoon, 5 to 6, uh, an abbreviated votes of confidence for JMU Marshall, plus Jared Haas of FrenchStretch.com on NASCAR, one week to go before Martinsville. And, of course, also tomorrow, Brandon Noble, former defensive lineman and NFL analyst, will join us in the fast lane.